0: Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Press Tour of the Mark Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Patterson. Good to be with you again. Episode number fourteen, moving right along, and we're upgrading on some things here. I finally got a uh mic arm, so um can't be free. <laughs> so um but we're just we're moving on up in the world, I guess. Uh, in the world of uh podcasting, I suppose. But um anyway, I'm gonna have to get used to this. I'm not I'm not used to having everything. I'm not used to having this. This is a little different, but that's all right. Um, it'll 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 help in the long run once I once I kind of get used to things here. But um, so this is going to be kind of fun, I guess. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. Make sure that you like and subscribe. Make sure you comment if you haven't, or if you have any questions, or if you have a uh, subject or topic that you'd like me to cover, anything like that. Definitely. Uh, we'll do my best to try and and uh, answer everybody and uh get all the uh, information that we can out there for anybody who's questionable about certain topics or uh things in the bible and uh helps me study helps me stay on top of uh my game and uh so you know we'll we'll just uh we'll do what we can but make sure that you like subscribe leave a five star rating on all your favorite podcasting apps leave a review things of that nature It'd be great. Uh, and I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. And I know the last couple of times we've been talking about prayer, we're going to change it up a little bit. I'm uh, going to go to um, the New Testament here. We had been in Ezra uh, chapter chapter nine for a little bit, but now we're going to be in John chapter four. John chapter four. See, now I can do this now. This is this is kind of kind of nice being able to you know adjust my mic as as needed. It's kind of cool. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I know you guys don't care about that. That's all right. <laughs> but anyway, John chapter 4. I'm not going to read all the chapter there. It's a pretty long chapter. Um, I'm just going to start reading in a, in a verse number 30 there. And uh, I'm going to read through uh, verse number 39. But I want to take a, a, a few moments, just a few minutes. And we're going to take a look a little bit here at... Um, this, what takes place after the conversation with the woman at the well in John chapter 4. So, I'm going to start reading in verse number 30. And this is what the Bible says here, King James Bible. It says, Then they went out, uh, then they went out of the city and came unto him. And in the meanwhile, his disciples prayed him, saying, Master, eat. But he said unto them, I have meat to eat that you know not of. Therefore... Said the disciples to one to another, "Hath any man brought him aught to eat?" Jesus saith unto them, "My meat is to, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me, and to finish his work." Say not ye there are yet four months, and then cometh harvest? Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. And he that reapeth receiveth wages, and gathereth fruit unto life eternal that both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. And herein is that saying true, one soweth and another reapeth. I sent you to reap that whereon you bestowed no labor. Other men labored, and ye are entered into their labors. And many of the Samaritans of that city believed on him for the saying of the woman which testified, He told me all that ever I did." So, just a few minutes. I want to notice a few things about this passage of scripture. Been kind of reading on it, studying it. Have a message that I wrote on it, and so we're going to talk a little bit, just a little bit about this, and um, try not to keep you as long as I did last time. But I want you to notice first of all the refreshment here. The refreshment here. I'm going to fill in a little bit before I get uh, get too deep into this. I'm going to fill in a little bit for anybody that may not know. Uh, what's going on here. So in John chapter four you have Christ coming through Samaria and he meets a woman at the well and uh starts to have this discourse with her talking about uh the water of life and how he has water that uh that will uh quench um, her thirst and she won't thirst anymore. And so they go through and have this discourse and Christ gives her uh essentially the gospel and tells her uh, you know, that he is the Christ and uh, and so she believes on him and she goes back and she starts telling everybody in the city who, that about this man that, uh, she met at the well. So everybody's coming out to see him. And so verse number 30 is where we, where we're picking up on that. So she goes back, she tells everybody, come see a man that told me, uh, everything that I did. And then verse number 30, they're coming out to, uh, to see this man, to see, to see this man. And, um. So then verse number 31 though between the time that they're coming out to meet Christ and and when Christ is uh conversing with his disciples uh they bring food to him and um and verse number 31 says in the meanwhile while the disciples prayed him saying master eat and so Uh, That word "prayed" means to uh, a curious inquiry. So they're they're coming to they're they're wanting him to eat. They're wanting him to nourish his body, and uh, wanting him to be able to have some food. Uh, Probably hasn't eaten for a little while. I mean, they've had a pretty long journey. Uh, So, but Jesus has this retort here. He says in verse number thirty-two. But he said unto them, "I have meat to eat that ye know not of." Therefore, said the disciples one to another, "Hath any man brought him ought to eat?" See, they weren't they weren't understanding what it was that Christ was trying to say here. They did they didn't understand the fact that Christ was talking about a spiritual meat that that nourished him. And so, you have the refreshment here. Um, Christ is refreshed by the by a soul uh, getting saved by somebody getting born again, somebody getting right. And it ought to refresh us to see somebody that isn't saved get saved. It ought to refresh our soul, refresh our heart, and uh, get us excited about the things of God, get us excited uh, about the fact that God is still saving sinners and that he's still having mercy and grace and he's uh, uh, still working and that the Holy Spirit's still working on hearts and lives. And that's a, that's a precious, precious thing. It ought to refresh us, refresh our hearts, refresh our minds, refresh our souls, uh, to see somebody get wonderfully and gloriously born again, putting their faith and trust in Jesus Christ, Savior of the world. And so he's got this meat that he's that he's partaken of that uh, that they're not understanding, that they don't know about, and. And uh, you know they're they're confused. They're thinking somebody somebody had to have brought him something something to eat, um, and and he didn't have something to eat. Just not what they were thinking. Um, but Christ said in verse number thirty four, Jesus saith unto them, My meat is to do the will of Him that sent me, and to finish His work. And that is uh, that ought to be uh, a motto for for all of our lives that. That we do the will of Him that sent sent us. I mean, we're as as Christ gave the great commission there in Matthew chapter twenty eight. We ought to do the we ought to do our part in trying to reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ to uh, to partake of some of this meat that uh, that is that is not uh, that's not of this world. It's 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 spiritual. Uh, spiritual nourishment, uh, and and it's, it's a help to those that believe in Jesus Christ. It's a, it's a help to those that are saved and born again to partake of this meat. And and um and, and the will of God, it's it's not, it's not exactly rocket science here in the context of what's going on. We're talking about people getting saved, and so the will of God is is that everybody gets saved. Bible says He's not willing that. Any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. For the Bible also says, "For He sent out His Son into the world to, to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved." So we know that that that's that's the purpose here. Christ has come uh, to seek and to save that which is lost. Christ came to try and, and reach the world uh, through Him, and you know, and and He came with a purpose. He came for a reason. And it was refreshing to him to see people believe and to have people believe and put their faith and trust in him. And so it's a refreshing thing. But not only that, but there's also a refocusing of attention. So you have a refreshment. You have a refocusing of attention. So Christ says in verse number 35, Say not ye there are yet four months, and then cometh harvest. Behold I say unto you lift up your eyes and look on the fields. So there's a refocusing of attention. See the 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 disciples they were looking at Christ and they were, you know, they they weren't they were not they they weren't looking at the big picture. They weren't quite grasping what it was that was going on. See they they didn't realize what was happening. And so Christ, with this group of people that's coming out to meet him, he says, "Look under the fields are uh are they're, they're white He says, "Lift up your eyes and look under the fields for they are white already." to harvest. And truly that is a, 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 truth that is in our day is that there are people out in the world today that genuinely need and are desiring to find the answer to their life. And the answer to everybody's life is Jesus Christ. He's the answer. He's the, he's the, uh, he's the reason for why we're here. And, uh, the reason why we're doing, why we have, why we have the church, and why we have preaching, all these things, uh, Christ is the answer for it all. And uh, and so, I mean, that's what the book's about. The book is about Jesus Christ. Uh, that's who it's centered around. And Jesus was trying to get them to to realize. he says, "Lift up your eyes and look." He said, "Look on the fields, for they are white, all ready to harvest." There's people in the world today that are. Uh, that are desiring to have the truth. They want the truth. They want to know what is right. And uh, and and if we're not going to tell them who is, uh, we have to do our part as the witnesses of Christ to go forth and tell the gospel uh, to a lost and dying world. So there's a refocusing of attention. They got their their eyes, their spiritual eyes, was not they were not looking where they needed to be. They were uh, looking in the wrong places spiritually. And uh, if we're if we aren't careful, we we'll, we can be guilty of doing the same. Exact thing, getting sidetracked by everything else, getting sidetracked by the physical things. See, the disciples were sidetracked with the physical hunger, and they were not. uh, They, they were not. They did not realize the spiritual hunger uh, that was right in front of them. Um, Not only is there a refocusing of attention, but there's a realization of the need. There's a realization of the need. Notice what he said there. He said, "Look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest." And so there's a need there's a need in the world today for laborers for people to go and reap the harvest that is ready and ripe. And one thing one thing that I've learned I've kind of uh just started in this agricultural industry uh working as a as a salesman for for Agpro and uh you know I got my little sticker on my cup there. Um and so the little bit that I've learned about it though even growing up when I was um living in Ohio is um if you don't reap the 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 crop if you don't reap the crop while it's ready while it's uh while it's ripe um eventually if you let it go too far too long without reaping it then it's going to um it's going to rot it's going to it's going to sour it's going to it's going to go bad, and you're going to miss your opportunity. You're going to miss your opportunity to be able to harvest what was ready to be harvested. And so if you take that in a spiritual application, if we wait when the fields are ripe and ready to harvest like they are now, if we don't go and, and, and do the harvesting, do the reaping while we can, then eventually it's going to come to a point where it's all going to go rotten, And it's going to be bad, and it's not going to be able to be harvested anymore. And, uh, you know, that's going to take place. That could take place in somebody's heart. You may miss your opportunity to be able to plant the seed of the gospel or to harvest a, a, a seed that may have already been planted in somebody's heart because of the fact that we didn't open our mouth when we should have or we didn't get uh try to witness to somebody when we could have and when we should have or when we felt the spirit leading us in that direction and we decided to not say anything or not to do anything that can be a, a then then that harvest could go on to never getting saved never getting born again because of the fact that we never gave them the opportunity to accept Jesus Christ in that harvest that harvest is going to rot, and it's going to go bad, and so that's why it's so, so important. I mean, you and, and if you think about it too, I mean, even if you, even if you do give somebody the gospel, and you don't, you don't keep trying to give them the gospel, you don't keep trying to witness to them, you don't try to uh, do do everything you can to try and and, and help them get born again, um, uh, then you're eventually whenever we leave the scene i mean that's that's going to be the last time whenever the lord comes back and we get raptured out of here that's going to be the last time that we're going to have the opportunity to go and give the gospel to an individual that might be lost and needs need a savior and so you know by the time when we when we leave this scene when when we when we're out of here whether we whether we die or whether the lord comes back or whatever uh takes place i mean we're we're we have a job to do now and we we have the potential of missing out on that labor, on that job, and on that harvesting that we could partake in now. So it's imperative; it's a, it's absolutely imperative that we uh, that we get busy about the Lord's work and that we do the will of God, try to reach the lost with the gospel. But not only is there a realization of the need, but there's a responsibility of the Christian to go and to re- and and to reap. in to reap. Verse thirty six says, "And he that reapeth receiveth wages and gather fruit unto life eternal." that both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. And so you have you have the responsibility of the Christian and then you have the reward um the reward of the reaping. And so verse number 36 again it says that he that reapeth receiveth wages. He receiveth wages. He's getting paid. He's getting paid. Is receiving wages and gather fruit unto life eternal. See, whenever we're witnessing, we're giving the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're not just, we're not just getting paid for the now, but we are going to receive wages. We're going to receive rewards. We're going to receive uh, fruit, uh, uh, gather fruit unto life eternal because of the works and because of the work and the labor that we've uh, done down here for the cause of Jesus Christ and trying to and trying to reach the world with the gospel so there is a reward for the reaper there's a reward for the reaper and it says also in the latter part that first I like this I really do it says that both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice Together, So even if you're the one that is planting the seed, even if you are the one that just plants the seed of the gospel and you go on and you may never see that person again, that seed has been planted. And so maybe later on the Lord, uh, the Lord and his divine providence allows another preacher or another witness to come by and to and to reap the rewards or to reap the harvest of the seed that was sowed by you by giving the gospel and being a witness for Jesus Christ. So there is a reward. There is a reward for the labors uh of of those that uh that give the gospel and are a witness. But also verse 37 and verse number 38 the Bible says also and herein is that saying true one soweth and another reapeth. I sent you to reap that we're on Ye bestowed no labor, other men labored, and ye are entered into their labors. So, again, it's another example that even if you aren't the one that, you you may not have been the one that planted the seed, but you're reaping the harvest, or vice versa, you may be the one that planted the seed, and somebody else is reaping the harvest. But as long as the harvest is being reaped, as long as the harvest is being harvested, that's what's important. We need to try and witness and be a, a, a uh Uh, somebody who spreads the gospel of Jesus Christ across this world. And I really want, I want, I'm going to finish up with this and I'll be done. But verse number 39, I really like verse number 39 says that many of the Samaritans of that city believed on him for the saying of the woman, which testified, he told me all that ever I did. It's amazing what your testimony can do in the life of an individual. And, you know, I know I've talked about it a little bit before. I may have even used this passage before. I can't remember. Um, but needless to say, your testimony is so important and so uh, so vital in your life. And that's why it's so important to abstain from sin, to live right, do right, be right, be holy, for I am holy, as the Scripture says, uh, and to abstain from evil, abhor that which is evil, and cleave to that which is good. Uh, I think Romans chapter twelve, and you know, uh, uh, and to abstain from the appearance of evil. Even I mean, we're we're to live right, do right, walk right, and spit white. That's what we're supposed to do as Christians. And 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 I know that we're not perfect, but uh, we ought to strive for for maturity as 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 the book of James talks about how we ought to uh, strive for that perfection and not that we are sinless, but that we are are mature and that we try to grow in the Lord and grow in nourishment and grow uh, in in faith. And so our testimony is extremely uh, vital when it comes to being a witness to those uh, with the gospel because if you think about it, Who's going to listen to somebody who's trying to tell them that there is a God and there is a Christ that died for them and wants to save their soul from hell because of their uh, because of their sinfulness and 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 to save them from punishment, eternal damnation, eternal punishment? Who's going to listen to somebody that says that and yet they live the way that the sinner lives and they do the things that the sinners do? Uh, it it it. It baffles my mind to think that there's people out there that claim to be Christians and yet will not live the way that a Christian is supposed to live according to the scriptures. And you know what? We may just have to do a study on that one day and break it down into some parts and just go through and 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 give verse after verse after verse after verse and just kind of break it down and say and really kind of debunk um, debunk some things uh, that some people try to wiggle into Christianity that aren't right. Uh, you can't drink and be a Christian. Uh, you don't 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 be out there trying to cuss and say that you're a Christian. Uh, I mean, a, a really a true blue born again Christian, I believe, is going to do their absolute best to st- abstain from evil and to cleave to this book, cleave to that which is good, cleaving to this book and cleaving to their Savior Jesus Christ and getting closer to Him. I don't believe that you saw the Apostle Paul walking around with uh, with some sort of alcoholic beverage in his hand i don't believe that you saw peter james and john walking around uh with alcohol in their hands after, uh and and i i don't think that you saw them walking around cussing up a storm and all that stuff and i know you know obviously peter over there denying christ and all that stuff but i mean after the the spirit came down there and in the book of acts and and You know, they became great preachers. I don't believe that while they were sitting there preaching in the start of the church and everything else was taking place, that they were out there living like the rest of the world and participating in the same sins that everybody else was participating in. And so... Uh, so I, I, I mean, if you can, if you can find verses on that, I'd be amazed to, uh, I would, I would want to know it, but as far as I know, and as much as I've read, I don't, I have not found a single scripture to ever say, uh, anything like that. So, uh, you can, you can take with that, take that, uh, how you want to. Um, but needless to say, needless to say your testimony, is absolutely vital. If your, te- if your life is the only Bible that anybody ever reads, is it going to make them want to get saved? Uh, her brother, Matthew called, say that one time and it stuck with me. And, uh, you know, I, I do my best try and try and live that out. I'm not, I'm not the shining example, but I definitely want to try to be and try to try to live right and do right. Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll stop right there. Uh, Again, I just want to reiterate – Make sure that you are liking, subscribing, leaving comments down below. Uh, Again, if you are in the Facebook group, uh, make sure that you uh, don't be afraid to leave me a message or to uh, text me or comment in on one of my posts or whatever the case may be. Uh, Let me know if you have any questions. Let me know if there's something that you want me to study, anything that you uh, aren't sure about. You want you want some good, uh, solid Bible to understand and know uh, what your questions are and have them answered. I'll be happy to do that. So. Again, make sure you like subscribe, uh, turn on the notification bell button, make sure that you are leaving a review, uh, and that you are, um, downloading on your podcasting apps and that helps us out and that gets our, uh, gets us out there. So I really appreciate your help on that. I appreciate everybody that watches and listens and subscribes. I, I appreciate you more than you know. And so it's definitely a blessing. I hope that's a blessing to you. So again, Uh, I hope that this, uh, this has helped you in some way, and I hope that it helps us grow closer to the Lord and speaks to your heart. Until next time, God bless you.